Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Believe me. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to get this podcast on the road. Okay. So, I'm sure you are. Uh, believe me. You I hope not. it goes better uh, than your, your Tulsa rally. Okay. That's a low blow. Okay. There were, <laughs> there were supposed to be a million bajillion people there. Okay. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Two. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. Yeah, what's up everybody? Welcome to the season two, episode two of the Fratchat Podcast. How you doing, Mr. Mo? Yes. Man, I went high. What's up, down. man? How you doing? How you doing, Mr. Mo? How you feeling? Dude, I'm feeling good. I'm a little sunburned though. How are you? I've actually been getting a little sunburned myself now that we can go outside again. But you know what though? I I slept um, on the beach yesterday and I was on my back and you know the sun uh, went towards the right and I wasn't timing myself or flipping or like rotating to keep an even oh, suntan. So the right side of my face is burnt. Um, and the left side of my face is undercooked. So I just look, it's another, it's just another gay fail. So, you know, I'm just trying to get with it for pride month, but clearly I'm just not doing well. Old school Chris went to get a tan. Old school Chris leaned too far to the right. It was all going great until old school Chris realized one thing. He's a burnt loser. Come on on another adventure and watch old school Chris become burnt Chris in Old School Chris 3. Chris gets burnt. Rated PG-13. It sounds god-awful, but it's a trilogy, stupid. You know what's weird is when you get sunburnt? You know what, like, uh, that, that evening... Um, your skin feels cold. It's because you go into shock, actually. You're, oh, is uh, that what it is? <laughs> yeah, you're you're burnt all your nerve endings off, essentially. So your your body's essentially in shock. Science by the Frat Chat Podcast. Yeah, oh, when I hear something really stupid, when I was in high school, when I was in high school, I <laughs> shouldn't even say this out. I had um, uh, a skin cancer scare. Um, and here I am talking about tanning. But, you know, I had a skin cancer scare um, in a spot on my body that had never seen sun. So I'm just convinced that I'm going to get it anyway. You know what I mean? I know that sounds really irresponsible. But, uh, um, you know, I, I spray head to toe with, like, number 50. I still get a little pink here and there. But anyway, um, I, I remember uh, thinking, wow, the dermatologist is such a cool, like, profession. I want to be a dermatologist. And uh, I was in a theater rehearsal. And some kids, I said, he's like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, I'm going to be a dermatologist. Wait, wait, he wait, said, wait, wait. Care- was, this, was this old school Chris and uh, who wanted to be a dermatologist? Oh, my God. Or new old school Chris? Chris. Nonsense. Old school Chris. <laughs> old school Chris. Thanks a lot for that. No, but this, this guy says, um, he's like, careful, your epidermis is showing. And my dumbass oh ran to the nurse's office in a panic because I didn't know what epidermis was. And I told the nurse it was showing. And I was 
can't. I told her I hurt. I don't know what's happening. You are that fucking guy, aren't you? Oh my. I didn't God. know what epidermis was. It's skin. <laughs> yeah, it's your skin. Oh my God, that is. That's kind Man, of, that's kind of sad. I hope. I hope. Wait, how old did you say you were? Oh gosh, high school. I don't. Oh, know. what high school? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty late not to know that, I man. Know. Oh shit! Ooh, I need. I need There's a lot I don't know. You know, just the other day, my, uh, I have a buddy that lives in my building, mm-hmm. and we're sitting on the roof, and I was like, "Oh wow, look! It looks like the moon moved." And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And I was like, "Well, I said, you know, I know that the moon follows you, like when you're driving, but it's not really moving." He said, "No, the the moon goes." around like the sun does and i was like shut yeah, the earth up. is rotating I never, man <laughs> i never thought about the i know the sun does that but i never thought the moon that oh geez well, but you know what when i was when i was in a um um uh it was a, a nad not anatomy astronomy not astronomy what's the one uh, what's astrology the one what's the class for stars astronomy yeah astronomy you said that yeah that's it I was on narcotics the whole semester, so <laughs> there's oh, that. Wow. I barely passed that one. Wow, I see. I missed that lesson. <laughs> so random, random fun fact: uh, Julie and I have been watching the Mission Impossible movies because she was a big fan. Oh, she watched. Those are great. Uh, she had only seen the first three though, so she didn't know there's like another like four of them. So we're we're pretty caught up. We have one more to go. The one thing I noticed, like, man, like, Tom Cruise really does have the best run in the biz. Like, how the fuck? I wonder, I wonder if he does that at home. You know what I mean? Like, does he, like, how does he practice that? Does he run around his neighborhood to stay in shape? Is this a Scientology thing? I have a lot of questions. I don't know. I demand You know answers. what, though? Tom Cruise has interesting pecs. Interesting pecs? Yeah, he does, because he's, like... He's kind of a smaller guy too, though, you know. But but he's also older, you know. So I don't know. I mean, he he looks great, but I always just thought like his 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 tatters look a little funny to me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And because of that, I work out my tatters the most because I don't want my tatters to look like his tatters. Yo, you know, mine's actually I have one that's slightly bigger than the other. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that was a. I, I mean, I knew that was a thing, but I didn't realize like that it was a thing for me. So I was like, I've been seeing pictures and shit. I was like, oh shit, one's a little bit bigger than the other. I was like, am I a freak? Ah! It's kind of like you're nuts. Like my my left nut is like a low hanger. Oh no! Speak for yourselves. My nuts are perfectly symmetrical in every way. Okay, even the hair. Just kidding. My nuts are symmetrical too. <laughs> the hair. My, 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 my hairs are exactly my nuts are perfect. Even on both sides. I have I have exactly 38 pubes on each side, and I keep it that way. Okay? <laughs> I keep it that way, Simo. I have a very intense regimen that I keep in order to keep him that way. Nice. Well, we'll be sure to add that picture to our Instagram. <laughs> yes. All right, listeners. I'll, I'll do a selfie close up of it so you guys will know it's me. You guys can be able to count so for funny. yourselves. Yo, did you see? <laughs> did you see the, the Trump rally in Oklahoma that was supposed to have a million people? Got, I heard that the TikTok like like youth. Yeah, um, man. They 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 confirmed seats and didn't show up. To, to, <laughs> yep. They got like six thousand so people. So on behalf of all of us here at the Fred Chat Podcast, somebody just go ahead and say this. <laughs> oh my 
like, yeah, okay, dude. So if, they, even, wait, wait, they even have an, o- they had an overflow stage because they were expecting so many people. So, so Trump was supposed to show up and like everybody was supposed to do like a warm up act there. And then they would go inside to the show. And before they got there, they had to take down like the overflow sign because they knew that they weren't going to get nearly that many people. Imagine how sad oh that must have been. I think that's so sad. <laughs> um, uh, if so, if Donald Trump was here today, what do you think he said when he got back to his hotel room to Melania? What do you What do you think the excuse was? Okay, I, I believe me. There's it just seemed a lot bigger at the time. Okay, I blame that damn Barack Obama. Okay, it was his fault. Yeah. It's always Obama. Okay, you just when you don't even know it, it's Obama. He's everywhere. Hashtag Obamagate. <laughs> no, he actually did say that that they their narrative was that they were protesters outside, not letting people get in, which was quickly disproven. It was just no one, yeah. no one showed up, man. Like it's like it's like what the fuck? Like cases in Oklahoma are actually exploding right now with coronavirus. So I'm sure that's really? one reason. Yeah, man, the average has gone up to 478 um, as of June 21st. So that is two days ago as of this recording. Up from 52 in June 6th. So, like, cases are really wow. going up there. And, and in those states. Because, so I mean, they reopened fast and they really thought that wearing face masks was a pussy thing to do. And, you know, here we are. So maybe that explains why people weren't there, but they definitely were not protesters holding people in. They just, they just couldn't go that, you know? I was on a bus the other day, and I called this woman a stupid bitch for not wearing her mask. She pulled her mask down, and uh, uh, she was, like, talking to her friend on the other side of, like, the bus. And it wasn't super crowded, but uh, I was well, like, you can't do it in an enclosed space. Yeah, you can't, you can't do it in an enclosed space like that. Like, I understand if you're out in the street walking without your mask and then you're six feet apart, but on a fucking bus, you, you got to keep your mask on, lady. Well, she was like, she says, excuse you. I said, bitch, excuse you. Put your fucking mask on. Oh. And then um, everyone, people started clapping. And then no she way. said, really? Um, yeah. And she was being kind of a bitch about it. And then she was talking about me under her breath. And so then I, I was talking to my friend, my coworker under my breath, but loud enough for everyone to hear. And I'm like, this stupid bitch acts like thousands of people didn't die weeks ago from this, yeah. this stupid shit. Put your fucking mask on. It's the law. It is. In New York, it's the law to walk outside. You have to have a mask on. You have to have a mask to be on public transit. If you don't have a mask, they'll provide one for you. Wow. She just didn't want to wear it. Right, man. I just hate the, it doesn't apply to me, people, man. It's like, just wear the fucking mask. Like, shut up. You're on the bus. Wear the mask. I feel like the whole thing with face masks just got so politicized. You know what I mean? And just a lot of people didn't take it seriously. It just, they really didn't. And a lot of states who said it was all a political hoax are not paying the price for it. So here we are. And before everything went down, their argument for opening up was like, look at the numbers, look at the numbers. And then you show them the numbers now. It's like, well, you know, you can't trust the numbers. <laughs> what did you say? I looked at your Twitter. Your Twitter said that, that Trump said, um, like, stop testing so many people. Of course, the numbers are high. You keep testing more people. Yeah, like, yeah. It was, it, was a, it was an interview they did with him. Oh, and my God. It was, essentially, they asked him, is it true that you asked them to test less. 
so that way numbers wouldn't pop up. And then he didn't answer the question directly, but he kept saying it would be a good thing if they did less testing because then you would get less numbers, obviously. And that would be a good thing. Okay, believe me, it would just be a good thing. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, oh, it's Donnie. It's crazy. Let me tell you, I, I hate wearing a mask, but I will wear a mask every day for the rest of my life if it saves lives do you know what i mean like yeah it's just part of being a good person and in new york city too like in hoboken for example julie and i have been doing walks a couple times a day to kind of keep our sanity and there's places you can walk where there's not that many people and then you obviously don't need necessarily to be rocking the mask there but in new york there's always gonna be people so and that's why you know that's what the cdc said if you can't keep yourself further than six feet or further from someone you gotta have a mask that's and so that's what I'm doing, man. Like, because you never know. And and plus, if I get sick and I'm asymptomatic, I don't want to get someone sick. You know, even though I've been the quarantine king, good sir. <laughs> I feel bad for anyone who's witnessed my coffee breath, because wearing a mask, <laughs> I've been like front row seat to my coffee breath, and I'm like, yikes! I had no idea it was this bad. So I actually stopped drinking so much coffee, and I've been kind of cold turkey the last couple of weeks since my migraines. But I had noticed that completely when I was on walks, and I was like, damn, dude, I gotta. I've been. It's been actually heaven for me since I stopped drinking coffee, because I was like, damn, my shit stinks. I'm not like it. <laughs> coffee is by far my favorite drug. Yeah, coffee, that's the problem, man. It's too good. It's just too good. But oh, I don't know. So speaking of drugs, mm-hmm. um, oh, yes. okay, so so um, uh, surprise, surprise to our to our listeners, uh, we uh, may or may not be fans of the green. And so... Um, <laughs> the green? Uh, <laughs> what did you... What, the green. It, did you just call it... What color green? is yours? Uh, well, it depends. It can have a little purple in it. It can have some, you know, a little fiery red in it. Because uh, I also was not born in 1972, so I did not call it the green. <laughs> Excuse me, kids. Can I buy some of your green, please? <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, my mom calls them doobies. She's doobies! Like, doobies. Oh, my God. That's, that's so but when I When I text people, I say circus tickets because I'm afraid the government's watching my texts. I don't want them to know, like, where the hookup is. So I just say circus tickets. Well, this um, is decriminalized now, so I feel like they're not wasting their time now. Because now it's like a $50 I fine. hope not. Yeah, like in New York. There's a lot of people in jail for weed-related offenses, and I hope they get out soon. Man, that, that is some horse shit. And that's why, I wonder why jails are overcrowded, but it's a business to overcrowd jails. So, Well, when I smoke it, I mix it with this stuff called mugwort. Mugwort. M-U-G-W-O-R-T. Mugwort. That sounds and like that thing wart. that you have around your penis that the doctor gave you the cream for, right? So yeah, thing. exactly. That's, that's right. <laughs> that was a, I call that's my lucky mugwort. <laughs> Hashtag Valtrex. Um, <laughs> um, actually, does Valtrex? I don't think you can use Valtrex for warts. I think Valtrex is for herps. I wouldn't know, SIBO. Well, we look at medication at my job all the time, so I know. Um, and people can get herpes in their eyes. Yeah, well, herpes, um, you can just get it anywhere on your skin. That's, that's like, it's not just a general or mouth thing. It's just where you, obviously where you touch the most. But you can, I heard of a girl in college that uh, her friend got it 
all over her body from like her boobs down to her belly because somebody I guess with herpes titty fucked her on spring break ew they they slung some yogurt all over the poor bitch and apparently like once every so often she would just get you know, like the like, I guess it's warts. like shingles or something. Yeah, all over her body. It's like that sucks. All over her chest area. You know, it's sad. A lot. We we treat a lot of elderly patients that get um they they, they might go into like oh I don't they know, be fucking hospital, you know? and then well maybe it's not that though. I think it's just contagious with uh it, it's they, they get what's called herpes zoster is in their eyes and it's very painful. Mm. It's like having like a canker sore like on your eye, like wow. not not on your lip but like on your actual eyeball. It's really sad. But anyway. I take this stuff. I, I, I mix mugworts with weed, okay. and I smoke it okay. um, because mugworts, well, people say that it has a, a hallucinogenic properties. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah, hallucinogenic yeah. properties. Oh, you, got you got it. Good job. Um, now, when I smoke it, wait, it wait, 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 wait. Suck on that, dyslexia. Yeah. All right, go on. Yes. <laughs> I did a good job, Mom. Mom. <laughs> Mom, where are you? <laughs> so so I, I smoke this stuff, and it makes me sleepy, but I also get, like, crazy dreams. Ooh. Crazy fucking dreams. I love it. But, but I think that, like, in Asia, I know, like, in Korean culture, they use it with cooking. So a lot of people just grow it, uh, mugwort. But, um... I'm not sure what I would cook it with, but mine's dried out and I smoke it. it, it you know, um, I don't know. Sometimes I burn it because I went to this like Wiccan shop and they were like, if you burn it on Thursdays and wear purple, um, it's good for something. And I was like, I'll take two, you know. So I, I, I burn it on Thursdays. I don't really know why I'm supposed to do that. I just do it. But anyway, I smoke it and uh, it's supposed to also help with like indigestion or like if you have like stomach problems or digestion digestive issues it's got a lot of uh, medicinal properties huh. yeah i'm seeing that right now i'm googling it and yeah i guess people smoking and make and it does say that it takes your dreams higher brother the plant it literally yeah, that's no joke herbal cigarettes dot us called the plant that takes your dreams higher <laughs> But you know what? Sometimes I'll wake up and it takes me a moment to realize that what I just dreamt was not real. Wow. So this is an awesome Like, dreams. I'll wake up, I'll be mad at Boo Boo. Like, I cannot believe Boo Boo just fucking played me like that. And I'm like, wait a second. Is this real life? <laughs> the plant that takes your dreams higher. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. Is this real? Should I not be mad at Boo Boo? Because it's you. nice to not be in the doghouse for once, you know? <laughs> and then you eat his face. The plant that takes your dreams higher. The Frat Chat Podcast presents Sexy Time with Ron Prendamano. I am a married man. Thank you. Thank you. I think that was my wife. But <laughs> I am a married man. And I got to say, with this new Trump presidency, I am a little nervous because my wife, you know, I am, am a five foot four white guy. She is a five foot nine African American woman. Mm, indeed. Mm, indeed. That's right. She is, and, you know, we're worried, a little worried about what's going to come into this world. But, like, because, you know, things weren't always easy for us. She's five nine. I'm five foot four. We had to learn a couple things. You know, walking in the rain, she holds the umbrella because I don't want to feel like a chubby Statue of Liberty. Oh. 
Her and I don't 69, we 61, I only come up to her belly button. It's not as bad as you think. Like, it's really not. It's not as bad, sometimes better. Um, oh, man. During sex, I never pull her hair because I don't know whose it is. Oh, shit, indeed, I went there, I did. One time, though, I did pull her hair during sex. I did because I didn't know any better. I was warned, but I didn't think about it. You know, you get, it's a natural thing, you get into it, so we're having sex, and it's wonderful. We're in Brooklyn, because this is where I look like I should live. We're doing it. It's feeling good. It's great, and I just get, just get that reaction. I'm like, oh my God. So I reach around, and I pull her hair, and she goes, you stupid motherfucker. Why the fuck did you do that? Don't you ever do that shit again. I never came so hard in my life before. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That was Sexy Time with Rob Prendermano, brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and that was Ron Prendamano, <laughs> our good buddy, our good friend, Mr. Ron Prendamano. Make sure you follow him on Instagram at Rev underscore Ron underscore Prendamano. He's a funny guy, man. And <laughs> I can't, I gotta say, man, I feel like uh, Ron has had quite the sexual experiences, man. Like, I, you I, know, I haven't he, much. He's one of my favorites. I, you know, there's a lot of comedians who I think are funny, but like, Right. Off stage, I don't really care to know them, but he's always going to be one of my favorites. Not only is he oh, funny, man. but damn, he's so fun to get a drink with. Um, but but do you do you think that Ron likes to get this shit slapped out of him? Do you think that's that's uh, <laughs> kinda, some people like that? So. I kind of think so. You know, like I feel like I feel like he's like that's as weird as it'll go though, or he's the complete other way. Like he's into some weird shit. If you listen to this, Ron. <laughs> we love you, Ron. I, you know, I like I like a little hair pulling and a little choking and stuff like that, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I like uh, totally. I like uh, I like I like to lay a girl down and give her some nice consensual missionary on the night of her wedding. Yeah, I'm here my first time having sex. Yeah, go Jesus. Did I do that right? Did I do that right? That, that was that's 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 how you do this, right? I think you right. like to put your your ween in a girl's pooper and then the next day put the same ween in a different girl's mouth because hey, you're that happened a stand-up once. guy. That was one time. <laughs> in my defense, I got too drunk to remember that girl from the night before. Mm-hmm. Speaking of buttholes, I hate... I hate a finger in my butthole. And then people are surprised to hear that. But my, I will lose my boner so quick if there's a finger in the butthole. Because then I think to myself, where is that finger now? Is it touching my sheets? Oh, is it in my hair? Get that finger away from me. Okay, so I was, uh, you know, uh, I guess I was fingering this girl once that I was hooking up with. And she asked me to then give her like a shocker, you know, so put the pink... The, 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 the pink pinky one the, oh I'm familiar yeah the pinky and the stinky and I just I mean I did it because I didn't want to like be rude but it, it was so gross and then afterwards I just couldn't stop mm. thinking about it so then I pretended that I had to pee but I just went to the bathroom and washed my hands yeah but then so after you wash your hands you can still smell it sometimes you can feel it you can almost like yeah. feel it people have some really like, gnarly buttholes 
I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. And then the sad thing is that the next time I hooked up with I, who, the girl that I ended up dating, uh, not Julie, <laughs> um, this girl that she, I was, I guess I was fingering her too, and she gave me a similar nod, which I thought meant. I was like, oh, my God, no, not again. And so then I went to do it, and then she's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And I was like, thank God. I really, like, thought you were asking me to put my pinky in your butt. And she's like, what? Why would I? Why would anybody want that? It's like, well, I, I guess people do. <laughs> I'm not into, like, that much weird shit, but I, but I did find some really cool weird shit. I can, I can name you weird stuff in alphabetical order, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, like, for example, do you know what... Acrotomophilia is. I, guess I don't I know big it. words. No, if I can't pronounce it, I don't know what the fuck it means. <laughs> well, acrotomophilia, it's arousal to amputees. Oh, yeah. And not to be confused with apotemophilia, which is arousal to oneself as an amputee. So it's where you like rub your stuff and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Stuff. So you put like, yeah. you put like a, um, like. <laughs> Like you put like a, you, 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 I'm so confused. So you put like a stump in a in a vajay? No, you just like it. You just like you know like the same way that people like feet and you're just like I guess like like them. Oh my gosh, like, I've been with some they, people who like feet. Put, <laughs> have you ever put peanut butter on your stump and let your lady lick it off, man? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't, but I'm also you like haven't peanuts, lived. so that's probably why. Oh, <laughs> I'm missing out on so much. Um, okay, so feet. I I want to tell you that I I've been with my fair share of people who like are like really into feet, and I think it's disgusting. And I so one time I was dating this guy, and uh, this is like a, a couple years ago. This is in Brooklyn, and we were watching the Oscars, and I'm laying down on his right. bed, like on my stomach. Um, just watching the Oscars and he was like, like cooking or like making drinks or something. And then he says, would you like a back massage? And like, you know, when you're dating someone new, that's pretty much like, Hey, I, I want to test the boundaries to see if I can like do some nasty (laughs) things, you know, Hey, can I give you a massage? I know what that means. Yes, you most certainly can. So he's like, um, give me a massage. And then he's going down like my thigh down, like massaging my calf. And he takes my he takes my sock off, massaging my feet, and I was a little subconscious as I'm like, I just came from work, I've been on my feet all day, dude, like gross. I was like, and you're like bologna food. sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hear this sound. I hear No. And I was like, did he just I'm thinking to myself and I have my head in the pillow, like, oh my god, did he just smell my feet? And then I feel oh, his wet tongue against my foot. And he was oh. like He's like, does does this does this turn you on? I said, no, no. <laughs> not at all. He's like, do you I mind? Bad, I'm like, if so you gross. if you don't mind, go for it. But I'm not returning the favor. And he's like, I could lick Ew. your feet all day. And I was like, okay, Ew. go for it. But um, I I was really creeped out. I had a girl that I went, I went on one was it Tinder? No, I was like it was the one after Tinder. I'm like started with a B. I forget the the name. Uh, Bumble, actually. It was Bumble. Uh, but anyways, she tried to put my foot, her foot in my mouth, and I was just not into it. Because here's the thing. I like, like, for example, I like a girl with cute feet. I like cute feet. I don't think ugly feet are a deal breaker, but 
while I like cute feet, I'm not going to, like, sit there licking feet. That shit grosses me out so hard. Can't do it. Cute feet, well, yes. Licking feet, no. I looked this That's up. So there's, there's, there's this website called BigThink.com, and they also have a podcast. And they said that um, uh, according to some recent research, and this, this is an article that was uh, from February of this year. They said, um, according to recent uh, research, one in seven people have fantasized about feet in a sexual way at least once in their lives. One in seven people? One in seven people. And I think it's more prominent amongst um, men, I believe. And it says that back in the the 1950s, there was some researcher guy. His name is uh, Wilder Penfield. Uh, He established something called a body image map. And explains that the sensory perception for our feet is located directly adjacent to the sensory perception area for our genitalia. And that can explain the sexual fascination many people experience with feet. So it all has to do with, like, when we, I guess, develop in the womb. So there's, like, wow. there's like scientific proof that, like, a lot of people are, you know, get boners when they sniff stinky feet, I guess. I don't know. Yes, uh... I mean, I, I can totally understand that more dudes uh, do this because I feel like guys can sexualize anything. You know what I mean? There's people that like, yeah. fuck fruit. <laughs> There's people that fuck hot totally. dogs or whatever. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Richard Gere apparently stuck a gerbil up his ass. You know, the world is a weird place, Simo. Okay? So <laughs> I, can, I can believe it. Do you think <laughs> our, is, is a fetish and a kink the same thing? Ooh, I don't know. Because I, no I, I like use them like interchangeably. Ask, you. ask well, me? Why ask me? You probably had a lot more sex than I've ever had. Yeah, but like you're way more in the lingo, man. You like you're like gay Cosmo for me, Simo. You know what? I, I, when when I was when I was like back in the day, like on Grinder and those apps, someone was like, "You want to be my slut little pig?" And I was like, "Black? Oh, no God. one's gonna call me fat. <laughs> call me fat? Yeah, what the fucking fuck? stupid." <laughs> oh, what no way. What the fuck? That's, You're that's a aggressive pig. as shit. Holy shit, man. I just, man. I re- um, you should have responded like, wee! Wee! <laughs> <laughs> right? Squid you know, my, my, old, my old roommate, you know, my, my buddy Charlie this past, you know, rest in peace. Uh, he um, was on this, like, fetish website. And he would put in, like, all the things he was interested in. And he would match up with these girls that shared similar interests. And one time... Uh, I was in my room, like sound asleep, and I heard him screaming for help. And so oh I, like a good friend, um, burst out my room, burst into his room to find him tied up in his bed with some like very lovely lady in some incredibly tailored leather garments, um, hitting him. And uh, I was mortified. <laughs> And he was like, get out. And I was like, okay, we definitely need a safe word. And he was like, get out. So I, <laughs> I was like, okay, oh okay, my okay. God. But um, uh, it was. Um, yeah, how about some warning that you're into that kind of shit so you don't fucking come in there with a baseball bat? <laughs> you know, it was, so, it was so interesting because the next morning, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I, I don't even want to face him. I'm so embarrassed. And she was really cute. And she came out like in one of his T-shirts. And we're, I made them breakfast, you know, the best I could. Um, and, and so uh, uh, I just remember being like, oh, my God. So um, uh, who dry cleans your leather? Because I didn't know what to say. I, had, I, I needed an icebreaker. We have the same dildo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God, you have a big blue. I have a big blue. Oh my God, did you know it's waterproof? Yes. <laughs> and then, um, and from that point forward, our safe word was the we word have the same refrigerator. <laughs> refrigerator, really? Oh my God. You know what's uh, actually? I feel like there's one weird uh, sexual thing that has been. I feel like it has to be the reason why it's been so popular now. It's uh, called agalmatophilia, and it's arousal to statues. And I feel like that's a trendy one due to all the weirdos. Like, keep the goddamn Confederate statues up, huh? Jefferson Davis had a sweet, sweet dick, and I want to look at it. Yeah, you know what? All the Greek statues have really shockingly tiny wieners. I don't know if maybe because the people had to stand there, right, where you're getting sculpted. So, like, you know, you can't keep a boner for, like, 12 hours at a time. You know, you know what's what funny? Because I mean? you, you see, like, like these, these naked sculptures of these Greek gods. And I'm like, you worship that? That's not going to worship you. The Greeks are growers, not showers. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, that's why they like grapes so much. They got to <laughs> shove a handful of them up their butthole to feel anything. <laughs> oh, shit. I like that. I like that. Well, how, what would you say is, uh, if, from 1 to 10, what is your, um, what do they call it, a freak number? Like, what's your freak factor? If I had to rate it, I would, I would honestly be like a good 6. And if I'm drunk, maybe like a 7 or 8. But at most. Because I'm not really, I don't know, like, for example... Man, I'm probably getting so much trouble for talking about this. Like, one of my last outings in Baltimore for moving out here, I was taken to a strip club. And went, it was a group of guys and a group of girls. We all went. And, of course, you know, we were drinking and having fun. This girl pulled me into the bathroom of the strip club and, like, started, like, making out with me. Oh, my God. And what was what was her name? I might know her. Seriously, when, when we would fire the girls... From our agency, they would go work there. It wasn't a stripper. It was it was like a girl that came with us. Like it was like a gr- it was like oh. with the group. So normally it would have been like the hottest thing ever, but I was like so worried that you know for a fact that there's cameras in those bathrooms. So it's like some fucking giant ass security guard is gonna come in here and bust down the door and whoop my ass while I'm getting a BJ. I'm not doing this shit. So then I waited till after and got one on a bed like a fucking gentleman. All right. Oh, my God. If I would have been blacked out, maybe I would have been totally down, though. Like, I've done some, I did some freaky shit on my Friday days, as I told you. But I think as I've gotten older and wiser, I've realized that I do not want to have a sex charge on my record. <laughs> well, you know, I, um, I like to think of myself as a pretty open-minded person. But uh, we were playing a little game on the roof the other night. A bunch of the neighbors and I, we were all sitting, you know, we were socially distanced. And we will bring in, like, um, a bucket of beer. It's, like, in the middle of a circle. Uh, and and wipeies. You know, you can grab a beer, wipe it off, and then, you know, uh, join us in the circle. So, so we were playing a game of Never Have I Ever. And they were like, oh. Never Have I Ever Had Sex Outside. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't think I've ever had sex outside. What a fail. Life is short. Ooh. I should have sex outside. And I would love to have sex on the beach, but I definitely don't want Ooh, no, you um, don't. sand, sand everywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've, I've, had, I've gotten a lot of outdoor PJs, but I'm trying to think if I had sex outside. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Because that's like, it's also harder to hide unless you're in like a field somewhere, you know what I mean? Or like something. I guess I just haven't had the opportunity. If you're on a balcony, does that count? Eh, I mean, I guess in the technicality here, but I don't think that's what they meant because you're technically still in your home. 
Unless they can totally see you, you know, pickling mm. the sausage. <laughs> I, um, I, uh, I, uh, I don't think I've ever done anything like super duper freaky, but I remember I had an ex uh, years ago and um, this is back in Chicago and uh, we were doing laundry and well, I was doing laundry at like three in the morning and I told him, I said, Hey, Hey babe, can you come down and help me use this? I don't know how to use this machine, the dryer. And he was like, what? I was like, can you just, just help me. I don't know what button to push. He was like, Oh, okay. So he comes down and as he's looking at the dryer, that's already running. I pulled one of the washing machines against the door so no one could open it. I turned the lights off and I was like, it's on spin cycle, baby. Let's go. Because I watched this movie called um, Four Brothers and yeah. they were like having sex Yo, in the dryer. Yo, with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. yeah. yeah and I was like, that's that a good awesome. idea. I should do that. Um, but he was like, no, there's cameras. I'm like, yeah, but the lights are off. They can't see. And he was like, no, I'm really uncomfortable. And I was like, really? That's a buzzkill. It didn't work out. I feel like, honestly, I don't think I'm tall enough to do it on a washer. <laughs> I, think, I think I would need, I would need a little step ladder. <laughs> I need at least six inches higher. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been taking this, this medicine called, um, it, well, it's through him, hims, And it's like finisteride. It's supposed to make your hair like thicker. I guess, or uh-huh. grow back or whatever. My hair's, my hair's growing back very nicely. I'm not sure if it was, I'm not sure what it was. I think it was just stress, but who knows. Um, but it's really killed my sex drive. So uh, I, I don't, really? I feel like I, I'm, I'm not masturbating nearly as much as I used to. I used, like to I used to beat that <laughs> shit like it, you know, ran over my dog, like just pounding at, like, I used to love to come home from work, light a candle, play some, some sexy music and just treat myself right. You know what I mean? Now well, I'd rather just like come home and eat a cookie, you know? Yeah. Well also, you know, at your age, Simo, things start uh, working a little bit differently down there. So, you know, it might just be, you know, uh, I believe so, my so. age is two <laughs> years older than your Boom! age. Boom! I haven't done an age joke all season. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> you know what though um uh i went to so when we went to the beach the other day i went to this liquor store and i said you need my id and she said no sir and i was like sir wow this is a low point in my life i've been through a lot in my sir. life but this is the worst i like i like i like being called sir when it's like a in an ironic way like oh hello there sir you know but not in like a sir you're too drunk you need to leave this is uh, a Wendy, sir. You're too drunk to be here. I don't really think about age until, like, um, you know, I think about how long ago something happened. Like, oh, college, that must have been, what, 15 years ago? Oh, my God, 15 years ago. Your best days are behind you. Yeah, Yikes. like the, the video Two Girls, One Cup is now, I think it's now 15. Google it. You won't. Yikes. Crazy. Yeah, I watched that in college. Okay, so poop, that's a fetish. You know who you are, Andrew Chamberry. That's a nasty fetish. fetish. Why do people... It's called coprophilia. Coprophilia. Arousal arousal to feces. (laughs) Oh, wow. There's, a, there's something, something I hate for everything. more than the smell of poop. Well, however, every once in a while, everybody likes to smell their own poop. You know what I mean? Like when you're like, when you're like dying to take that dump and you're like, get to the toilet. And you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You just like give birth. Oh! I don't know if you're necessarily oh, like the smell of it, but it's the, the smell of success. 
You know, like the to smell be honest, I can't really pants. smell anything. I've had so much work done on my face, so like I'm, I miss out oh, on that. Oh yeah. So, well, so that's I can't, not a bad I, thing to miss out. <laughs> but you know, though, earlier today I had to go to the bathroom so bad, and I run to the bathroom, and, and this is at work, and I was expecting, you know, quite the load, and I saw this little like turd nugget, and I was like, all that effort for this. But sometimes I think it's because when I do my ab workout routine, it's really hard to push to pinch a loaf, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like what do you want? Do you want do you want a sexy stomach or do you want a healthy bowels? You can't have both apparently. You can't have both, Simo. You should know that by now. God. Cannot have both. And I I prefer to have a, a flat tummy. So sorry, Colin. Um so uh <laughs> there's nothing I hate more than poop and I dated this guy um here in New York who had like a lifetime supply of enemas. And so like and every time I came over, like we had sex. So he knew he knew that we were going to do it. So it kind of like boggled my mind that he didn't prepare for it. I'm like, if he knows that we're going to do it, why doesn't he clean up down there? And, and clean so like, clean that asshole folks. The second I smell poo, even though I know that's going to happen, you know, when you put things in a, in a butthole, um, it, it kills the bone. It kills, it kills the boner. And I remember he would always like after sex, I'd be like, do you want to go wash the sheets? He's like, no, it's okay. And he would use resolve like, like pet, like like cleaning wow. products and he would just squirt the 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 sheet and i'd be like ew i don't want to sleep on your poo poo sheets oh, that was so how did, he, how did he learn that would work did he start with fucking his dog first before humans <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting he had this dog that had like separation anxiety and there will always be a dog like in the bed with oh us God. and it would make me uncomfortable ew. one time i'm inside of this guy and he is like is there a problem and I was like, what? He's like, you're soft. And I was like, your dog is licking my feet. He's like, so? I was like, so? So? I don't want your dog in bed with us, you know? You know, there's too much poop, too much dog uh, licking. I just, I just couldn't get into it. And that was the story of Simo's first threesome. <laughs> that, was, that was my first threesome. Have you had a threesome before? I've never had a threesome. I could have had a threesome, but I would have involved cheating on a girlfriend at the time and I actually was a good guy about it and I didn't do it. And to be honest, I kind of regret it because I didn't end up with that girl. I haven't had a chance to have a threesome again and I probably never will. And I'm what, what, what if Julie brought home a girl and was like, um, for my birthday, I, I want to have a threesome. But what if the girl was so gross you were like, <laughs> no way. Well, it depends on my, my, how drunk am I in this scenario. What if you're like, Julie, that's Star Jones, and she's not getting anywhere close to my penis. I'm sorry. I'll yeah, take it to Red Lobster. We'll have a great birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I had a threesome with these two guys in Chicago years ago, and I'll never forget, it was on 4th of July. And I remember thinking to myself, because they offered, and I was like, well, it's a holiday. And so um, uh, I go to their house, and they're a little bit, they're an older couple, and um, they, like, were, like, infatuated with me. And I just felt like the bell of the ball, right? Um, but it was a lot of it. It was a lot. Um, it was almost stressful. Because uh, I was like, I can't split um, my attention evenly. You know, like, it's, it's Yeah, just, I feel like, I feel I like that's a lot of... It's a lot of effort, you know. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, I agree. That's, you gotta be doing a lot of things. You gotta, you know, you gotta please two people. Yeah. I'm a subconscious guy here. And I'm mostly <laughs> concerned about just pleasing myself. And I was like, I'm 
too selfish to want to please another person. Now that he's got two people, so I, I quickly realized, you know what? Is I can't, I, I can't get them even attention. It's just un- impossible. So one of them is going to be a favorite, and the other one's just going to get in the sidelines, I guess. But um, when one would like go get, you know, a drink or, or I don't know, go let the dog out or whatever, I would turn to the other and be like. You're my favorite. I just want you to know that. And then when he would get up, I would whisper in the other one's ear, like, what are you doing this week? You're my favorite, and I only want to hook up with you. I was I was such an asshole about it. I was just, <laughs> I was just playing games. Man, I had a good time. It was nice, clean, safe, fun. No doo-doo sheets. No dogs licking feet. When, when you're, like, like, really pounding some shit, and you're going at it, and you feel a wet nose pressed up against your leg, that kills the moment you know i don't think yeah. animals should be in bed with you. they shouldn't even be in the room they shouldn't be watching you don't let them watch that that's weird to me you know that's weird that's weird now here is the million dollar question mr mel do you take your dog out of the room and you jerk off of course i don't want the dog looking at me dude. then the dog's gonna want to mimic my behavior what if the dog's sleeping you don't want to wake it up you know that she's rude no i will go take my ass to the bathroom <laughs> You go all the way to the bathroom. I don't like jerking off in the bathroom. I feel like it's just so weird. I jerked off in the bathroom um, uh, for like two years because when I lived in a studio apartment, when I first moved to Chicago, um, Uh, my kitchen, well, my kitchen (laughs) and my bedroom and my living room were all the same room. (laughs) And I just felt really dirty jacking off in my kitchen. Yeah, you can't literally jerk off where you eat. That's just weird. That's weird. But yeah, you could I jerk just, off and make a sandwich. And that would be kind of cool. You know? I didn't even like bring people <laughs> home even. I was like, I don't have sex in my kitchen. Gross. I eat in here. You, you, you'd save thousands on mayo. <laughs> and now for another million dollar question, Mr. Mo. Have you heard of climacophilia? What's that? It's arousal to falling downstairs. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real thing? <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Climacophilia. If you want to have sex and not get pregnant, climacophilia is for you. Say hello to pressure. Say goodbye to responsibilities. Climacophilia. Side effects might include broken penis. My birthday passed. It's the end of May. And normally my birthday tends to be Memorial Day weekend. Um, so I tend to claim Memorial Day weekend as my own personal holiday weekend. Um, but who knew that I had a competition because this big <laughs> annual gay leather community, um, uh, they, they had this like uh, annual international leather festival. Like most Memorial Days, you know, I like to spend the afternoon on the beach. Uh, and my friends you know, suggested to me one year, they were like, let's go to this leather expo. And I said, sure, because I'm in the market for a new belt and wallet. So I go home, I shower, I throw on some skinny jeans and a polo. I wait for my friends to scoop me up. And in the car, they explained to me that IML stood for International Mr. Leather. Uh, it's, it's a huge deal in Chicago. Uh, so it's like a beauty passion for like big, old, hairy gay men in leather. Um, so you know, I can just, I can just hear that they're walking as scrunch, scrunch, scrunch. Yeah. You know, being a fan of miscongeniality, I was like, yeah. So, um, so as soon as we got there, I noticed that I missed the memo for the dress code because you know, not not everyone wore leather. People were dressed up like furries, and then they had like these like assless chaps, but then they had these um, 
butt plugs with like tails attached to them. So they huh. would be like shaking their tail around and because it's like inserted in their butt. It was like crazy. But I saw a lot of really wild fetishes there. Like I, you know, like I, I understand that if you um, want to pee on someone, I guess that might be like an animal instinct, I guess, to show your dominance. But for people to be like lined up to be peed on, I was like, oh my God, see something, say something. Where, where is Dr. Phil? You know. Um, Wait, how did the leather festival turn into peeing on people? Okay, so um, the leather festival <laughs> is like... How did we get here? <laughs> well, well, okay, so before the pageant begins, it's, it's basically a pageant, you know, um, and they have like, you know, uh, pageant coaches, uh, just like you would at any pageant, I guess. So uh, uh, before the pageant begins, every, everyone congregates around the market, and the market is where they sell these leather toys. Uh, so, I, you know, I learned a lot of things. I learned that anything that can fit in your butt is considered a sex toy. And I learned that a hydro-powered penis pump is 20% more effective thanks to the demonstration. Uh, it was um, uh, quite the event. You know, there, there were, like, lots of slings and, you know, and, like, cages and all sorts of crazy things that they were selling for, like, way too much. I thought to myself, I can make this at home for, like, a quarter of the price, you know? Um, but after that... And it wasn't leather-based. And it wasn't leather-based, right? Well, not everything was leather-based. It's very much so, a fetish so, thing. So then I feel like they're not really... I mean, I'm not a leather expert, you know? I'm not, like, a doctor or a lawyer or a leather-tician. But I feel like they're not necessarily respecting the sanctity of the International Leather Festival. You know what I mean? You know, like I got, think... I think that's fair to say. Uh, it was at least half leather, and then there's a lot of um, pleather garments that we know is um, not um, that's cheating. There was a lot of people dressed up in like rubber, which seemed like torture in the heat of you know May. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> there's a lot of people dressed up like superheroes and all sorts of weird. So anyway, um, uh, the the pageant was interesting. Apparently, the day before, there's like an interview round, and the top ten contestants move into the next day's event, which is called like Pecs and Personality. So they have a minute and a half to rock their evening wear and tell the judges how they would benefit the leather community. So um, after the winner gets his crown, uh, you know, I was ready to leave. But my friends were like, Chris, this is when IML begins. So after the pageant, there are countless suites that host the fetish of your choice. Oh, yeah. You know, so so you you name it, there's a room for it. You know, my my friends were like, you know, um, down the hall, there's the Onyx room. And it's people who like fetish fetish size um, um, black men. So there's people like lined up to, you know, hook up with, with these guys. And then there's, there's a room for pee-pee play. And there's a room for like people who like to do sounding. That's when you shove a metal rod in your pee hole and like weird stuff. Like, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. There's actually a picture of me that my friend has of me crying um, because of the things that I saw. <laughs> Well, did you see any nasolingus? What's that? It's a uh, arousal to sucking on a person's nose. Oh. Nose? <laughs> yeah. Why? Hey, baby, you want a little bit of nasolingus? 
if Boo Boo sucked on my nose, I'm calling the nut house to come pick him up in yeah. a van. Yeah, if she sucked on my nose, I would blow it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Lordy. Oh, Lordy. Well, I had an ex one time. He liked me to fill my mouth up with like champagne um, before I gave him a blowjob. And um, I, I always felt like I was drowning. Yeah, that sounds weird, man. <laughs> he, I guess he likes to feel the tingles on his, his, his ween. And I, I almost wanted to be like, just like pour Pop Rocks down your pants and like give me a break. It's scary for me. You yeah, know? This, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Give me another <laughs> one of those. Let me, let me hear another term. What else you got? Well, you were talking about a rassle to feet earlier. That's called podophilia. Oh. Not to be confused with pedophilia, which is the arousal to, to kids. Yuck. Yeah, fuck that. There's, uh, there's partialism, which is arousal to a body part other than the reproductive organs. And the examples they list is calves. This is, this is all in HuffPost, by the way. Calves? Uh, yep, your calves. Oh, calves like calves. on our body part, not like baby like calves. No, no, not like baby calves. God, get your mind out of the gutter. What well, is you know, some people what? like animals, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And you've heard of the popular necrophilia, right? That's Dead people? Yeah. yeah, that's the SEMO Tuesday night. You tell them. Um, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. also nebulophilia, which is a wrestle to fog. Yeah. Fog? Arousal. Fog, yeah. Does it say fog or does it say fag? No, no, no. It says fog. F O G. Like imagine, like, like you know, remember that movie, The Blair Witch Project? They're all lost in the woods and shit. Like, imagine like a person in there who'd have been like, "Ooh, I like that fog. Let me touch myself." And then the movie takes a weird turn, and then and then it just goes from there. You know, maybe they would have lived. Maybe they wouldn't have died. Who knows? Oh wow. I feel I feel like a lot of fetishes are, are are formed as like a learned response. So like it's just yeah. so interesting like like what happened to you on that camping trip, you know, where you did you have the best sex of your life during like fog and you had to the only way you can get off is to replicate that ambiance? Like I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think also certain things you just kind of can't explain. You know what I mean? Like, like for example, I feel like we're t- we talked about feet, so I'm going to throw that one. I feel like it's just something that you would like. You know what I mean? Like a specific body part. Like how do you become an ass man? You know what I mean? How do you become a boob guy? Like I feel like you just, you just are. You know? I, I like boobs, and, I, and I'm a gay man. Yeah, everybody likes boobs. Yeah. Like, boobs rule. Boobs rule. They, the Frat Chat Podcast they... supports boobs. You know, they, they nourish your offspring. You know, boobs are, are like the gift of life. Yeah, and they're nice to look at, too. Boobs for President 2020. Woo! Paid for by the campaign of Boobs for President 2020. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Simo. Would yeah. you rather be into celismophilia or pubophilia? Definitely the second one. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> so you'd rather be aroused to pubic hair? Weirdo! <laughs> <laughs> what was the first one? The first one was celismophilia, and it's arousal to stuttering. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good stutter. Do you think that you can look at someone and based on their personality, kind of get an idea of the types of things that they're into? 
Do you ever like see someone uh, and and you're like, okay, they're definitely into X Y Z. I think about stuff like that. Like some sometimes I look at people, I think they're into some freaky stuff just based on like how they dress. I'm like, this person I, I know for sure, you know, has got a butt plug in this very moment. There's no doubt in my mind. I think about it in more general terms, like, oh, he wears puka shell necklaces. He definitely sits down to pee. You know, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. My mom found a puka shell necklace of mine when she was moving out of uh, uh, their house. And she's like, do you want me to save it for you? And I was like, oh, my God, don't ever repeat that. Throw it away. <laughs> Throw it away. Don't even donate it. Throw that shit. Burn it. I have a friend um, uh, that you know. Um, uh, he's he's my, my, my little um, uh, Colombiano. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, and. The one time we were at a liquor store and um, he was wearing shorts. I'm not sure what, I don't know if he sneezed or laughed or whatever, but a butt plug fell out of his shorts on the ground. And there's a long line of people and I was holding um, a 30 pack and a couple bottles and we all just like looked at the ground and like looked at him and looked at the ground and we were like, and I, and I, I mouthed to him like, I, I like, 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 non-verbally but moving my lips i was like are you fucking serious <laughs> and so i just put the 30 pack down and i put the, the bottles down and i just walked out i was so embarrassed how did he get the butt plug out did he just pick it up or did he kick it out like a sucker he ball? left it and then i screamed <laughs> at him when we were walking it. home i was like we can never go back there again and that's my favorite liquor store and oh some poor God. employee it's gonna have to. I was gonna say, who had to clean that up? How did they Probably pull that out? Like, like that's that's damaging to make someone pick up your butt plug. That's nasty. Damn it, Jimmy! You were late three times this week, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> Go pick up that ass plug, boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yucky. No, just fire me. No, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man. Oh shit. <laughs> um, you know, um, to, to go back to to Ron Prendamano for a moment, he has this like really funny set about um, what was her name? Was it uh the girl that chopped off her husband's wiener? Oh um, yeah, Lorraine uh, Bobble, something like that. Like Lorena Bobbit, senor. Bobbit. Yep, Bobbit. Okay, so I watched this documentary. With uh, my boy, it's so funny. My boyfriend and I are laying down on the couch. I'm laying on top of him, and we're watching it. And then he's like texting someone like behind my head. I can't really see it. And then I hear like sex noises, and I turn to him. I'm like, "Are you looking at porno like behind my head? I'm right here." Oh yeah, while you're watching <laughs> yeah. episode of someone's like, getting you? cut off. But but he jumped ahead. He knew that I didn't know. But I guess Lor- is it Lorena? Lorena Bobbitt. See, si, that's what I said, Senor. Um. So her husband, or well, ex-husband, got his dick sewn back on, and then he did porno, and so so he was looking it up, and so we we watched it, and there was um um Ron Jeremy was in his porn, and oh and this guy who had his um, dick stone back on. And um, I mean, he was a decent-looking guy. He looked, like kind of, he, he looked kind of like dead behind the eyes. Maybe I would be too if someone chopped oh, up. Oh, yeah, if someone chopped up your dick. What did the dick look like? No, friends, like, did it look normal? No, it, it looked small and, like, lopsided. Um, it, uh. it, it, the way it was sewn on, it was, it was kind of crooked. And... Uh, I wonder if and this they had was in Ron the 90s, Jeremy. too. You know? yeah. This was in the 90s, so surgery was not what it is today. 
I wonder if they had Ron Jeremy too because um, they they were like, we need a, a big dick demographic. Yeah, no, we, people people we, want to see a big dick. So we got a big dick yeah, and a cute guy. I mean, I feel bad, but sorry, buddy. No one wants to see your shrimpy little prune thing. Uh, Ron Jeremy, bring on the big guns. Are we allowed to say now that Ron Jeremy was in our fraternity or is that still hush hush? Are you going to believe that? I mean, I mean, you can say that he's in our fraternity. It's public there we go. knowledge. Ron Jeremy must be into some weird shit for his regular sex. He's like, what does he do? You know what I mean? Like, he's done it all. Or does he just like some plain old missionary? I don't know. These are the questions I have for the legend that is Ron Jeremy. I hope to God those girls got paid big bucks. Because he is one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he might be a nice guy. I don't know. Maybe he's very, like, philanthropic. But, man, way to get the shit beat out of you by the ugly stick, bruh. Yikes. I never really understood why he was a sex symbol. Well, I feel like back in, like, the 70s and 80s and stuff, looks weren't necessarily the killer. It was, like, like, like these, like, hairy dudes were in. Like, Tom Selleck was, like, the sexiest man alive for People magazine, you know? Like, people did not give a shit. Were, is it because they had big wings or big wieners? I, I, well, I think John, Ron Jeremy definitely must be the big wiener thing. But it's, like, I feel like just looks weren't as big of a thing. Like, gym bodies were more looked on, like, as, like, a thing you see on TV as opposed to, like, an attainable thing. You know what I mean? Or, like, gym memberships weren't as high in America and things like that. Like, like I feel like now, like, there's, like, a Planet Fitness in every corner and, and, and every city. Versus back then, not, not so much, you know? So I feel like the world's changed a little bit. Everybody's more fit, for sure. Um, We're Donald, pretty. You said that Donald Trump was um, a sex symbol, right? Yeah, dude. Women love the Donald. True story. There's no I mean, way that, he has that's a why big ween. There's no way. Oh, no way. way. It's been described by Stormy Daniels as a, as like a little shrimp. A little mushroom, as a matter of fact. That's what she called it. It looked like Aww. a little mushroom. And he's probably like, it's probably a really big mushroom. Okay, just believe me. Okay, it's the biggest mushroom you've ever seen. Okay, now can we get onto the shiitake part of the porno, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, we just spent a long time talking about some freaky, freaky shit. And I think you guys out there should also let us know. Follow us on Frat Chat Podcast on all social channels. And let us know. Are you into some weird shit? Have you heard of some weird shit? Do you have Dirt on Simo doing some weird shit? Send it all. I want it. I want it all. I want to see it. I want to hear it. Actually, I don't know if I want to see it. Depends on what it is. Let's see. We'll talk. I'll draw you a picture. <laughs> yeah, draw us a picture. Depends. I'll make that shit scratch and sniff. Well, that sounds gross as shit. And by yeah. the way, while you're at it, Make sure you follow me at Carlos Does the World and follow Simo at Chris.more.comedy. And make sure you follow our sponsor, The Moon Life Clothing, at The Moon Life Clothing. That was a pause for emphasis. <laughs> and check out at TheMoonLife.com. So, yes. I think, uh, Mr. Simo, we kind of should wrap up because I'm feeling some heavy urophilia which is arousal to urine or urinating on others. Mm, so bad, my friend. <laughs> so well, on that note, then, then you should go do that. Um, don't pee on Julie. She doesn't deserve that. She's a nice girl. Um, not yet. It's not Friday. That's her peanut. It's not, it's not Friday. <laughs> 
while you go handle that, I, I'm going to motion to adjourn this meeting. Ah, second. And we'll be back next week. So keep following us. We love you. It's the Frat Shop Podcast. I love you, Mr. Mo. And I'm going to pee. I love you too, bro. Happy Pride. Yeah, happy Pride, y'all. And see ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.